What's up, Ray? Pray, share family and friends. We are back with another Bible study lesson for you. And this week's lesson was given by one of Ray Pray Share's very own committed and devoted members, Maria Lackey. As you all know, the month of December is what we are calling our fun month. And Maria kicks us off in this month of December with our very first fun month Bible study lesson. And in this message, she is talking about spiritual healing and the importance of healing with Jesus. And she gives us these amazing and beautiful points to take away from this lesson and into our daily life and in our healing with Jesus. So we hope and pray that after hearing this lesson, that it resonates with you and that it empowers you to choose Jesus in your healing. Good morning. Okay. I accidentally press uh, leave meeting, so I'm not going to press that this time. Oh, goodness. Oh, so good morning. Good morning, everyone. Um, for, for those of you who are new and it's your first time tuning in to Repray Share, welcome. My name is Maria Lackey. Um, although I'm not new to Repray Share, this is my first time teaching a Bible study lesson. And I'm super duper excited. And I really look forward to see um, how the Lord moves. So bear with me. Um, so if you're able to, please bow your heads and close your eyes. Um, I'm going to kick us off in prayer so we can start our lesson. So, Father, um, we invite you into this space. We just want to say we love you. We want to say thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for allowing us to experience another beautiful day that you have created, Father. I pray that you anoint my mind, anoint my lips, anoint my words to bring forth your word for your children. I pray that this this word falls on the soil of their hearts and is something that they can feed off of. Um, thank you for this assignment, Father, and I pray that in the end, um, you will receive all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All righty. Okay, so today we are going to talk about healing. That is the topic for today. We're going to talk about healing. But before we start, um, I'm going to share a little bit about my testimony. So this is something, healing has um, is something that has been on my heart for some time now. And um, this year, I really made it my responsibility to partner with Jesus to really become more intentional in this process. Um, Healing has played a huge role in my spiritual journey as well, as well as my transformation, where I went from being someone who was bond who was in bondage to so many things and now being free and stepping into the person the Lord has created me to be. So um, next I have like a little interactive activity to keep you all awake. I'm joking. Okay, so um, place, I, I invite you all to place a one in the chat if you've ever experienced some form of pain, hurt, loss, disappointment, sadness, remorse, you know, injury, sickness, heartbreak, um, even a headache, you know, within this year, place a one in the chat. I invite you to do so, please. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I definitely see some ones. 
Um, definitely not glad to see all those ones, but you know, we can all relate that we've experienced some form of discomfort just within this um, 2021 year. My second activity, I have a multiple choice question. Um, the question is, who is the source of healing? And I invite you all to place your answer choices um, in the chat. Choice A is um, Jesus. B, my Tempur-Pudic mattress. C, chocolate. D, money. E, all of the above. So A, B, C, D, or E, I invite you all to place your answer choice in the chat for me, please. Okay, okay, good, good. So yes, y'all got that right, A. Jesus is the source of healing. You know, your Tempur-Pudic mattress, although that may be great um, at the end of a long, hard day, you know, material things are definitely not the source of healing. Um, chocolate, you know, food is amazing. I love food. I'm from Georgia. I'm from the South. I love soul food, but, you know, food is not the source of healing. And money, the love of money is the root to all evil, and that is definitely not the source of healing. Jesus is the source of healing. So why are we talking about healing? You know, like, why are we talking about it? You know, M Maria, I don't need any type of healing. I'm, I'm good. I'm whole. I'm well. But, you know, healing is so important because in this life, we're going to experience, um, as was revealed in the chat, some form of pain or hurt. You know, life is going to throw us curveballs, which will result in us needing some form of repair, renewal, restoration, and healing in our lives. And because of this, it's vital that we understand who is the source, which is Christ, why we must seek him for our healing, and how to receive his healing power. Um, no matter if we've been walking with the Lord for 10, um, 10 days, 10 months, or 10 years, we will need restoration at some point in this lifetime. So I want to take a minute to define spiritual healing, as this will be the focus for the lesson today. Um, if you're taking notes, um, spiritual healing can be defined as the interaction between one individual, the healer, and the second individual, the sick, with the intention of bringing about an improvement in the illness. And I'm just going to repeat that because I know that was pretty long. Spiritual healing can be defined as the interaction between one individual, the healer, and the second individual, the sick, with the intention of bringing about an improvement in the illness. Okay, so now we have our definition. Now I'm going to get into the text for today. If you have your Bibles, please turn with me to Mark chapter 5, verses 25 through 34. I'm going to be reading from the NLT, New Living Translation, and I'll just give you a second to get there. And um, as far as the title for this message, I want to talk briefly um, on this topic, I must heal. So someone please type in the chat, I must heal. I must heal. So, okay, starting off at verse 25. 
A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. She has suffered a great deal from many doctors and over the years, she has spent everything she had to pay them, but she had gotten no better. In fact, she had gotten worse. She had heard about Jesus, so she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe. For she thought to herself, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Immediately, the bleeding stopped, and she could feel in her body that she had been healed of her terrible condition. Jesus realized at once that healing power had gone out from him. So he turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my robe? His disciples said to him, look at this crowd pressing around you. How can you ask who touched me? But he kept on looking around to see who had done it. Then the frightened woman, trembling at the realization of what had happened to her, came and fell to her knees in front of him and told him what she had done. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. So very powerful passage. And to um, those who, you know, know this story, you know, just a very familiar story. So I want to get into dissecting um, this text, starting off um, at the first two verses, verses 25 and um, 26. We are introduced to this woman and a little bit about what she had been dealing with physically and financially. Physically, she had a, a very severe condition where she was bleeding for 12 years, which not only caused her strain, um, you know, physically, but mentally and emotionally, we can, we can assume that, you know, she was going through it as well. Financially, we see that she had gone to several doctors who on paper should have been able to help her, but could not. And due to this, she exhausted all of her resources, which led to her condition worsening. So I want to point out that in these verses, um, these first two verses, this woman had an issue and she did what she thought she knew um, that was best to resolve her issue. You know, first she sought help from professionals who were qualified by man to help her. And she relied on her own resources to, to, to pay for these services, but she did not receive the hope. I mean, I'm sorry, the help she was hoping for. You know, in fact, she had gotten worse. And I want to make a side note here that trying to heal without the Lord leads to depletion. So trying to heal without the Lord leads to depletion. We see that in these first two verses, the, the, this woman, she took matters um, and, and into her own hands with, without seeking the Lord. You know, she took matters into her own hands without um, seeking his help. You know, not, 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 not saying that she was a bad person, but it shows that only relying on man alone and not the Lord can lead to exhaustion. It can lead to emptiness. It can lead to you feeling drained mentally and emotionally when it comes to trying to heal. And it reminded me of my um, self. This woman in the passage reminded me of me where I saw that 
a part of me needed healing, but instead of going to Christ initially, I will go to someone else. I will go to the person I was dating, or I would try to go to my mom. I would go, um, I would try to go to Google, believing I could rely on man to mend the part of me that only Christ could. So it's important to note that trying to heal without the Lord can lead to depletion. I also want to point out, point out that for 12 whole years, this woman was operating in an atmosphere without the Lord. And it resulted in mental and emotional strain. It resulted in an exhaustion of resources, as well as physical pain and suffering. So this woman operating in an atmosphere without having the Lord, we can see what it does to her in her pursuit of healing. The first point I would like to make is healing requires me to change my atmosphere. Healing requires me to change my atmosphere. So let's see how this plays out in this woman's life. Going to the next um, verses, 27 and 28, and I'm just going to read them again. She had heard about Jesus, so she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe, for she thought to herself, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. So this woman had been hearing about all the wonderful and miraculous works that Jesus had been doing, and she made it her mission to get close to him. She made it her mission to get close to Jesus. She took a look at her circumstances and said, I'm tired of suffering. I'm tired of suffering. I have nothing to lose. I don't have anything left. I've exhausted all of my resources. She made it her goal to get into Christ's presence. I've heard about this man and I've heard about what he can do. I'm going to put all of my hope. I'm going to put all of my faith and I'm going to put all of my trust in him. And as she was um, walking towards Jesus, she didn't care about her condition. She didn't care about the issue of blood and the constant bleeding. She didn't care that, you know, I probably don't have enough money to um, travel, but I'm going to go. Because seeking Jesus is better than the, the situation that I've been in. So she pushed through the crowd. She was desperate. She, she pushed through the um, crowd and she came to where Jesus was. She, she, she sought him. She had a need for healing. She was hurting. She was suffering. And she did not remain in an atmosphere that did not have Jesus. She decided to get into the atmosphere where Jesus was. And this text also shows that she she came to Jesus as she was. She wasn't trying to get all of her ducks in a row and you know what, I have to do this and that. No, she came to Jesus how she, she was. And, and um, this should encourage us that in this healing process, no matter what type of hurt we have, we can come to Jesus as we are. We can come to Jesus as we are. We don't have to have it all together. 
she was convinced she could be made well just by touching Jesus. So I'm willing to be stretched. You know, I'm willing to be stretched for my healing. Healing may require a stretch in your maturity. It may require a stretch in your commitment. It may require a stretch in discipline so you can receive what Christ needs you to receive. This shows that my faith in Christ allows me to get in position to receive what I need. If I have faith, that's going to change my mindset. If I have faith, that's going to change my actions and behaviors and my thinking. If I have faith, then that's going to push me to continue to seek the Lord and receive what only he can give me. And this brings me to my second point. Healing requires faith, period. <laughs> Healing requires faith. So let's see how faith um, plays out in this woman's pursuit of healing. In verse um, 29, it reads, immediately the bleeding stopped and she could feel in her body that she had been healed of her terrible condition. Immediately. Someone type in the chat, immediately. This verse is very important because we can see the evidence of what a change in this woman's atmosphere did in terms of receiving her healing. She went from an atmosphere where Christ was absent and operating alone and suffering alone and trying to heal through man to an atmosphere where Jesus was present and receiving healing. And this is something that we should note that an atmosphere without Christ can lead to suffering. An atmosphere with Christ can lead to healing. And we can also see how this woman's faith played out as well. She experienced instant healing. As, as soon as she um, touched Jesus due to her faith, I'm, I'm sorry, as soon as she touched Jesus due to her faith, she was made well. I also want to point out that, that this woman being completely dependent on and desperate for Christ to do what only he could do, she was able to ex experience restoration. She trusted the Lord with very intimate and delicate and broken pieces of her. She trusted him with her health, which is not something that's easy to do. You know, I just want to take a minute here and just think the, the um, pain that we may have experienced just within this year, the confusion, the misunderstanding, the, the loss, I have to trust the Lord with that. I have to let go. I have to have faith. But I was done so wrong. I did so many bad things. I'm feeling so much remorse due to all the sin I committed. I lost my mom, my uncle. I, I'm hurting. I don't want to trust the Lord with this. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm scared. 
I've never been here before. But this woman, she trusted the Lord and was able to experience breakthrough, restoration, and repair. She was able to experience what only Christ could give her. So I have a question. Can we trust the Lord to heal and mend the part of us? Um, can we trust and heal? I'm sorry. Can we trust the Lord to heal and mend the part of us and others that are broken? And this brings me to my third point. Healing requires Jesus. And I just want to make a side note here. Your faith makes room for breakthrough and miracles. Your faith makes room for breakthrough and miracles. So what you have faith for is what will show up in your life. And I just want to go ahead and read the remainder of the text, starting at um, picking up where I left off at verse 30. Jesus realized at once that healing power had gone out from him. So he turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my robe? His disciples said to him, look at this crowd pressing around you. How can you ask who touched me? But he kept on looking around to see who had done it. Then the frightened woman, trembling at the realization of what had happened to her, came and fell to her knees in front of him and told him what she had done. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. So due to this woman's faith, she was able to receive her blessing. She could go in peace and she would no longer suffer. So my question is, do we have this kind of faith when it comes to our healing, whether we've been sick for 12 years or 12 days or even 12 seconds? Do we believe that reaching for and touching Jesus has the power to heal our situation, whether it's healing from a breakup, an illness, or a business deal that resulted in you being manipulated? Do we trust he can resolve our issue and heal the parts of us that were damaged? And I want to encourage you that nothing is too big, nothing is too great, nothing is too complex or ugly for Christ to repair. This woman had been suffering for 12 years, and I can say for me, if I had a condition where I was suffering for 12 years, you know, that that's pretty big, especially if nothing is being done. I want to point out this verse coming from Jeremiah 32, um, verse 17. And it, and it reads, O sovereign Lord, you made the heavens and earth by your strong hand and powerful arm. Nothing is too hard for you. The fourth point I would like to make is healing often takes time. So although this woman's healing was instant and immediate, it's important to be mindful that healing will not always look like this and, and happen this quickly. It's, it's not an overnight process. As much as we want it to be sometimes, it just doesn't work that way, um, especially depending on what it is that you're working with the Lord um, on as far as your healing. Ecclesiastes 
Ecclesiastes 3.3 reads, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up. So time plays a huge role in this process. And that's okay because the Lord will receive all the glory and you'll receive what you've been hoping and praying for. And it's important to note that healing is a journey and not a destination. So this is what we learned from the lady in the passage today. And this is what we can be mindful of as it relates to, as it relates to the process of healing. Point number one, healing requires me to change my atmosphere. Point number two, healing requires faith. Point number three, healing requires Jesus. And point number four, healing often takes time. And as we leave here today, I want to share some tips for you and your own healing process. So step one, say yes, surrender and submit. You know, let go, look up and trust the Lord with the parts of you and the areas of your life that are suffering. Step two, pray, reflect, and identify. Keep an, keep an open line of communication with the Lord. Reflect and examine on the things that have caused you pain and identify areas of your life that were impacted. So step three, envision yourself whole and well. Envision yourself healed and whole and becoming who the Lord created you to be. Write it down and say it out loud. Step four is play your part. Follow Christ, take action, and get involved. Get into relationship with him. Communicate with him. And these are things that I had to learn as I had to heal um, myself. I was introduced to sexual activity and witnessed abuse at a very young age. And that really impacted me emotionally and mentally. And as I got older, this is what I struggle with. I, I struggle with, you know, being se secure within myself and within the Lord. I struggle with expressing myself. I, could, I, I struggle with communicating with others and making wise decisions. But the good news is that the Lord is very good and he healed me. He's healing me even now. And though it is a process, he's working within me and he has not given up on me. And these are the steps that I used as I was working through my process. We have to say yes. We have to surrender and submit to God. We have to pray, um, reflect and identify what we're struggling with and ask the Lord to help us. And we have to envision ourselves being free from the sickness and illness and things that are um, keeping us captive. And lastly, we have to play our part. So as I, as I conclude today, I would like to encourage you that as we're in this last month of this year, and before we begin a new year, that we take some time to reflect on this year. We, we, we take some time to reflect and take in what happened and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you if there's anything that needs repair, restoration, or renewal. Ask the Holy Spirit if there's anything that you're overlooking and due to you overlooking this thing, it may be impacting your relationships. It may be impacting your application of God's word. 
if you're experiencing any type of pain, whether it's personally or a loved one is experiencing pain, trust the Lord with your heart and situation. Like this woman in the passage, she trusts the, the, the um, Lord with her healing. She included him in her healing process. And I want you to be mindful that although at times healing can be uncomfortable, it can be very beautiful. And it plays a huge factor in the process of becoming whole in Christ and the person the Lord has created you to be. So I thank you all for listening. I love you all. And I am going to turn it over back to Sean. Have a great day, everyone. Listen to me. Can we just put some fire in the chat for Maria? I don't know about y'all, but this was a, a very, very, very beautiful, very uh, um, Holy Spirit-filled message that I know that each one of us can take something from what she said. You may not take everything she said. Everything may not have impacted you, but there was something in that message that you can add to your everyday life of your journey in healing. And so at this moment, I don't want to really move too far left yet, but I really want to stay in this moment and ask all of us to ask this question. I love this question because even though someone brings a message, it's going to be the Holy Spirit that reveals whatever it is that you need to take from this message, that you need to apply to your life from this message, that you need to hear from this message. And so I really want to um, ask all of us to ask ourselves this, this question. What is the Holy Spirit saying to me in this moment? What is Holy Spirit showing me about me about my healing journey what is holy spirit revealing to me about what i need to take from god's word that I, that this woman with the issue of blood showed about my journey what is holy spirit saying to me so i want to take just a little bit of time and i really want you to ask yourself that question that this isn't a question that just you know has a, has just a, a little spirit feeling to it. But this is a question I really want to sit here in this moment and take a few seconds to ask yourself. And I don't want this to just be a moment now, but go throughout the day asking, Holy Spirit, what did I need to take? What, what are you showing me about my healing process? Is there something that I've been pushing down that I've been, that I've been uh, uh, trying to bury in me that I really need to bring to you? Like, is there something that I've been allowing to be inside of me that's causing me to have so much pain that my actions and what how I'm living is a reflection of what I'm pushing down. So I really want us to sit in this moment and just ask ourselves, ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what are you, what are you saying to me? As you ask yourself that, I, I want to pray real quick. And, and after I pray, um, I want to open up uh, for the opportunity for, for those that may be here. And so let me pray real quick. Heavenly Father, we just thank you first and foremost, God. We thank you for the obedience, oh God. We thank you for the time that Maria spent with you, oh God, to hear this message, to know what she ought to bring to us, oh God. And I'm asking the Holy Spirit as we sit in this moment that you are revealing to us, spots in us, in our lives that need healing, that, that, that we've been trying to push down, that we've been trying to forget about, that we've been trying to, 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 to just live life without having to deal with 
that has been causing us more pain, that has been causing us more trouble, that has been causing us to act out and live off of the wounds that we won't go to you for healing for. And so I'm just praying right now that you cover Maria, Lord God, that you allow for her to leave from this moment, Lord God, just having a, 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 a sense of peace, a sense of love, a sense of joy from from ask that you refill her, that you restore her, Lord God, from pouring out to us. And I just pray that, Holy Spirit, you just continue to reveal whatever it is that we need to individually know about ourselves, that we need to take the time to sit with you and, and, and meditate with you about that we need healing from. And I just pray, Lord God, that this message doesn't fall on deaf ears, that this message doesn't fall on, on, on in our heart and we allow the devil to, to, to remove it. But I ask that you just allow this message to be placed in our heart, that it will impact us in ways that only can impact us if you do it through us, Lord God, that if you speak to us and if you walk with us and if, and if you show us, Lord God, what it is that we need to take from it, Lord God. And I just thank you. And I ask that you just continue to comfort us all, keep us all, Lord God, and allow us all to begin this healing journey, Lord God. And trusting and believing that you will heal, Lord God, that you will do what you did in the Bible days, Lord God, that you're still doing it right here, right now, Lord God. And Lord God, while I'm here, Lord God, it's on my heart. And I'm just praying, Lord God, for baby Mariah, Lord God, that healing is continuing to flow in and throughout, Lord God, her, her life, Lord God. I'm praying, Lord God, that from the top of her head to the sole of her feet, Lord God, that healing is continually, Lord God, to transform her, Lord God, to, to, to allow for her to do things that nobody's ever seen her do, Lord God, to allow, Lord God, the doctors and the nurses and all of the people that's in this hospital to ask, Lord God, what have y'all been doing? Ham and Shay, who have y'all been praying to? Who and what is, 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 is healing this baby like this? And allow Ham and Shay to testify just of how good and how great and how wonderful you are, Lord God. And we just thank you. We ask this all in your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so listen, there may be one, there may be one that, that's sitting here in this moment and you heard Maria give this message, you heard Maria talk about healing and you know that you need to heal, but you don't know the Jesus, the God that she's talking about. And so we want to give that opportunity, we want to we extend that opportunity to anybody that's on here, whether you've never heard about Jesus or you've heard about but never given your life, given your heart to Jesus. We want to give you that opportunity now that uh, the book of Romans chapter 10 and 9 tells us that if we confess with our mouth and we believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead, that we will be saved. That it's not about how much good we do. It's not about all the things uh, that people want us to do, but it's about if we confess with our heart and we believe, we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus died and that Jesus is Lord, then we will be saved. And that is you. If you've never given your life to Christ, we want you to put a one in the chat. And there's somebody else that may be here that has given their life to Christ. You're saved, but you chose to go back to doing it your way. You chose to, you know, go back and start living the way that you wanted to live because you felt like it wasn't working. I've been there. We want to give you that opportunity to commit your life back to Christ, to give yourself, to go back to your father, to begin your process of whatever that may be, if it's healing, if it's restoration, if whatever it is. If it's just to begin this journey, we want to give you that opportunity. So if that's you, put a two in the chat. And we just want to pray with you. We want to be a family that you can come to, that you can get planted in, that you can continue to grow with, um, to mature you and for you to become who God has called you to be. And so if you're a one, if you're a two, put it in the chat. 
and we're going to pray with you and know that we're just not excited for you, but your father's excited for you. And so if that is uh, that is you, if you're a one or two, put it in the chat and I'm going to give you all a second.